Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Does picking an outfit have you running a little too fashionably late? We get it. Great taste takes time. That's why Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery, has your back with the largest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, delivered in under 60 minutes. Convenience never goes out of style. So if you need to spend some extra time in the mirror instead of at the store, download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot today. You're listening to the Cobras and Fire Podcast, part of the Decibel Geek Podcast Network. We're talking Rockin' Pod 3, baby. Today we get into our touch chats with our fellow podcasters. And just so you know, we don't do this for money. We do it for love. We don't care that you don't care about a thing we have to say. I'm just kidding. You're going to love this. I got some free advice just the other day from an older relative of mine. Welcome to Cobras of Fire. My name is Baco, and I am joined. I'm, I'm happy to be joined by the tragic loose cannon. I'm just glad that uh, you're actually up and moving around. I figured you might have had to sleep for about, you know, how long did Rip and Winkle sleep? Whatever. A long time. But you're home. Yes. I, I, I am. And But I will tell you that the, the tragedy continues, Baco. Oh, I, uh, <clears throat> as I'm recording this right now, um, the car... Uh, that was spoke about yes. is now broke down in front of a total wine. I think because of an act of God. <laughs> the wine, it had to be to there, it. too. Huh? It had to be at yeah. total wine, too. Uh, of course it does. Yeah, it won't start again. The one that it, never it actually, stocks yeah. the beers that you're supposed to buy. But that, that's correct. So okay. we'll, we'll get into that later. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah. That, yeah, that we'll have to recap your whole travel story for the listeners. I do think they'll like that. Of course. 
because it, it's yeah, a, it's but, a complete disaster. <laughs> yeah, but right now, uh, you know, is is uh, we do have day jobs. I got to get to something quick, but I wanted to do a, a fast uh, intro with you. And yes, by the yes. way, great, great intro. I agree. You definitely could speak for me and did um, on the last or the artist interview episode. And I agree with everything you said. It was, cool. it was phenomenal meeting and meeting everybody. So, but uh, we will do a full recap soon. In short, I am happy to, to, to talk to you regardless. So how are you? I I am well, uh, yeah, and and you were one of the people I, I was glad to spend some time with this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you, thank yeah. you. Oh, yeah, you didn't you didn't list me on there. I did, I realized that all of a sudden there was no planning with anything. I mean, we had the first time that we were like on a stage, like recording our own live, live, uh, you know, train wreck episode of the of the show and we didn't ask hey of the people coming because we did know people that were go- coming to it take a couple pictures of us that actually don't have mics right in front of our head <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> yeah we could have done a whole lot of stuff better but who fucking cares i i like the fact that it basically is exactly how we handle the show <laughs> <laughs> and it's true like everything was there like right before right before our little act we're like i think i have the material I, I, I just, oh, God, man. At least we're consistently inconsistent. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I love you, man. Um, but uh, I, and again, in in that sense of like trying to squeeze so much out of it, and we did get a lot, but obviously yeah. we, we couldn't get all, all the people we wanted on the show again this year. Uh, if it's all right. Very, very I, few, actually. I, yeah. I mean, it was like the time went by so quick. I mean, yeah, it was. We actually had like a, a plan. Yeah, well, it was laid out really well. Uh, we just grabbed people yeah. when we could. Uh, the, the big problem I had is I had no idea where you were most of the day. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Uh, but well, we'll, yeah. t- well, I think I think the episode will be called uh, Two Sides of the Wall." We'll talk about that. The, my my alter egos. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there we go. Be, uh, maybe that'll maybe that'll be the podcast my wife will listen to. Okay. Good. Uh, before I mention who we have on the show, I, I thought that we could both take a second and mention some of the shows that we, of course, would have loved to have on. It was good to spend time with. But uh, at least give give a uh, plug some of our friends that are there. You know what I mean? Sure. Uh, well, we 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 probably could have just had the the Zoom recording on the car ride back from Sinzak's house, and that would have been uh, oh Ralph God. and Ian uh, um, from the Rock and Metal Combat podcast. That that would have basically been them on our show. Uh, Julian Gill, I really wanted to get get him on because I wanted to uh, actually pitch the idea, and he was cool with it. But I wanted to talk about all of his kiss tragedies. It was cool to meet Bushy uh, Nate Atchison from the the plug in the plug with Bushy and Mountain Man. I believe is the name of the show. The Mountain Man couldn't come. <laughs> I was uh, the first time I said I go like, "Hey, Mountain Man, right?" He's like, "No, Bushy." And he touches the beard. I'm like, "But you could also be a Mountain Man." He could also be Stephen Michael's jerk sock because that that's what Stephen prefers his hair. Oh. I, Do they make mohair jerk socks? <laughs> wow. Hey, Next you know what? Year. Yeah, that's for Bushy's show. Oh, God. <laughs> mohair jerk socks. Grown up rock, too. I wanted to have Steven on uh, so I could tear into him about his totally ignorant take on the holiday thing. We really had very limited time for, for anything. And like the, the, first, the first year where we basically looked at each other and said, what the hell are we doing here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as far as the schedule, it was kind of it was. And I mean that in all respect. It was all just more wide open is what I mean. Yeah. No. This locked down. And I have some comments on that before we get out of here, too. But please just go, go down your list. 
All right. Well, I, uh, obviously, talk to me is our boy. We did spend a lot of time with him. We just neither one of us joined the other one's show. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's not like bad. we don't do a ton of it already. Um, shoot, I'm trying to think. Ages of Rock. Those guys are always really nice to us. Uh, Alan, uh, Dennis, and I, I'm sorry, I can't remember the guy who's old enough to have gone to high school with Mick Mars. But. Uh, <laughs> I, I just, <laughs> But, you know, and then, of course, I think I said it in the last episode, you know, thanks to Chris and Aaron for all the, the help that they give us over the years. You know, we, we don't really plug uh, a lot of the shows we like as much as maybe I would like to, but it's always nice to pause for a second and remind people that, you know, there are so many people that have helped us out and been supportive with other shows and, and things over the years. So we really appreciate sure. it. And this little get together is just a great way to kumbaya. You know what I mean? Are you done with your list? Because that's it. Yeah, I mean that's if I if I miss somebody, which of course I did, but uh... right. No, in general, you know, there's there's podcasters that I met for the for the first time, such as uh, Peter Cissery of I I Love a Loudcast, and um, yeah, I just so many. I I just I, I I his came to mind just because. Like you said, in year two, that was kind of surreal was uh, both from the fan side and podcast side mm -hmm. was I was not, you know, the first year we basically put up our little flag and it was like, who are you? Why do you have socks that you're that you're signing? And that basically was the thing where where um, and you told me a little bit of a preview, but but this year it was very, just crazy to have people come up, be it fan podcasters, anything like that and get in cite specific one or two examples of of things from the show, mostly. Which, which? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Matt Porter, I think, uh, uh, thinks about that every time he poops. <laughs> Just what is going to happen if he's in a public restroom? He thinks this might. Yeah, that's kind of the, that's kind of the gauge is how bad is this public restroom experience, uh, and you gauge it on that scale. Yeah. Um, is this a witch witch, or is this like uh, being at home with people fanning you and feeding you grapes? You know, I mean, which <laughs> right? That's the two. You that's know what we should do? We should we should find some kind of toilet seat to send Matt Porter. That every time he sits on it to take a shit, it starts playing the witch witch jingle. <laughs> That's perfect. I love it. But no, but that, so that was really cool, you know, cause you never know what, uh, uh, hits people and, um, yeah. you know, taking that and the, the commutes. And so I, I just want to say that it was really, uh, it was, it was great. So anybody that did come up to, to us and talk about that, I, I really do appreciate it. Cause you know, um, that anybody's listening to our silly little show is, is, is amazing to, to me, you know, we bitch a lot of times on fests and just concerts, how they're set up schedules, just events in general. Hats off to everybody involved from from, um, you know, Chris's family. And, and it just it can't be stated enough that this is ran like a well-oiled machine. Mm -hmm. Impressive that this is a, you know, a DIY event because it absolutely fucking buries legit events as far as efficiency, professionalism, the vibe on time with everything. Would you not agree? I mean, come on. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, the organization really stepped up in year two, and that's just kind of carried forward into this year. Uh, yeah. uh, Tracy McAndrew, who handles all the interview organization and stuff, I think she has right. other jobs, too, but I, that's that's the one thing that we interact with her on. The other part that I was really impressed was, uh, as far as the venue, was both the scale and the attendance was, yeah. was bigger bigger than expected. The multiple rooms, the, the, the so many events going on at the same time, where if you're you're coming there for the first time. You could go there not even knowing what a podcast was, which somebody won won a ticket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not knowing what a podcast was, I guarantee you had a great time. Yeah, it's hard not to, right? Right, got, we're got we're there, man. What's going on? You're you're uh, you're you're walking down the hall. You're at the the bar. You're seeing Dave Ellison, a photo bomb, uh, a picture of a fake Kid Rock. <laughs> 
<laughs> Did you notice that? Oh, yeah. Okay, I didn't notice he was in the picture at first. I mean, you're Michael Sweets in the bathroom. You know, it's, it's just a surreal experience. No, it was a blast. We we have a lot of stories to share with the listeners on an episode coming up. Uh, but but is there anything else before we uh, get to the, the, no. the show? No, this is the this is the, the 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 quick version. But yeah, everybody that we talked to loves sitting down with you and um, off mic and on mic. So uh, upwards and onwards. Absolutely. Hey, man, I'm, I'm glad you're, you're back home. Hopefully things settle down for you a little bit. Um, I won't, uh, I, I really, really, uh, I know it was kind of a pain in the ass for you to make it out there, but I, it was a lot better with you there. I want to say that now while I'm still euphoric and feeling the high from the show, because, you know, next time we sure. talk, I'll probably be back to, I don't know, being an asshole to you again. But, uh, but sure. in this little it, window, it was, it was great that you made it. Yeah, and my and, and and same to you. I mean, my my review from hanging out with you, being my roommate, and everything that was not that bad. <laughs> I think I earned that. Uh, <laughs> okay, enough of us blathering on though. We will get in, and we promise to share stories that the, I'm pretty sure the listeners will enjoy uh, in in a few weeks here. But uh, on today's episode, uh, first up, we have our friend Matt Porter from the Kiss Room, followed by BJ Cramp from Rock and or Roll. The aforementioned Pete Cissery of the I Love It Loudcast, and it all ends with Aaron Camaro, the man from the Decibel Geek Podcast. Uh, all right, man. Uh, in the words of Michael Sweet, God bless. Yeah, that's right. That's yours. Okay, cool. Oh, hold on. I gotta grab a beer. Oh. It's right here. Oh. Where? Underneath. Which, 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 what? You're drinking my beer? You didn't even tell me? Where? Instead of going to dinner, why don't you find someone to go replace my beers? Oh, I will. No, you won't. Excuse me for a second. How many are down there? What's that? That's what you've been drinking, the bottled ones? Yeah. Okay. I'm good with that then. We're all good. No, we're done fighting over a beer. Uh, buy us a beer, Matt. Uh, well, I, we're, loose That's cannons. We should, we should talk about that. Did you ever get... Loose, loose cannons walking you? around the table here trying to find a beer. Um, <laughs> that was fantastic. That was great. You did a great job. We're here, <laughs> finally joined by Matt Porter from the Kiss Room. The Kiss Room. You know, my my big goal today is uh, is to get you to give me an honest opinion about Kiss. Uh, Absolutely. I want I, I want I want to hear some. Give me one critical, like one bit of criticism of Kiss. All right. Critical. They're not awesome enough. <laughs> no, you know what? I would have, and it was just the anniversary of this the other day. Do you remember back? On the one tour where they had the open for Kiss concert, or you and, they, and your local band could be the opening yep. band for Kiss. Yep. So it's the one time that I absolutely felt betrayed by Kiss because as the voting closed for the Camden one, 
my brother's band, which was Clashing Plaid, was way out in front on the votes. Way out in front. Okay. And then a couple weeks later, you get the email, well, the opening band is going to be blah, blah, blah. The fourth place band, who was a cover band. And of course, I mean, I know a lot of people, they told me, well, of course, the local radio station has the in, and they're going to pick who they want. It was probably, and now it's 10, almost nine years ago. But, you know, it still pisses me off. It's still, and it, people can say what they want. Oh, Kiss, this and that and the other. It's the one time I felt Kiss had really betrayed me by not listening to what the fans wanted. That's my honest, If I, it's one of my worst moments in Kiss history, was feeling really taken by that. I think he delivered on my request. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You know? Can I tell you uh, something I kind of relate to on that? Is that uh, for the most recent... I swear to God, I think that's fucking Kid Rock. It's not. Kid Rock looks more like the guy from Office Space now. Yeah. I want my stapler back. <laughs> but no, but 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 related to what you just said, on this most recent tour, my brother, who's an excellent painter, was 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 winning the online poll, and they picked this fucking right. no talent ass clown. Well, you know, it's funny because like I missed the painter altogether. I I was standing outside talking. I don't to everybody. know if you missed it. So I didn't. I didn't even care. I'll be honest with you. I've seen a lot of good bands opening for Kiss. It wasn't the band that opened for them in Camden in 2009, but uh, you know, so that's that was definitely that's one that I would definitely go to. So it's is it a bitter moment for me? Absolutely. Does Kiss probably have anything to do with it? Probably not. But you know what? That's it. Well, they, they attach their name to it. Right. I, I, I'm on. Look, I bought that Kiss 45th anniversary uh, edition of the first record. Right. That was supposed to be smoke vinyl. Mine showed up damaged, and that was the only reason I complained. Um, but that vinyl was like solid white with a black sperm on it. And then I go in this thread and I see all these people are having the same thing. And there was, we were all talking about what, what a pain in the ass it is to work with Sound of Vinyl, how this really let us down, how Kiss, you know, you think they, they would care? Because I think they've actually done a fabulous job with their vinyl reissues. Right. Something I'll actually give them credit for. And there was one guy who commented, Guys, if we keep complaining, they're going to stop doing these. I'm like, oh my God. Right. Let's master find out. Well, you know, it's funny because my daughter is, I'm trying hard to get her to buy vinyl. She And she has her couple bands that she likes. And she bought a Paramore album and an MCR album. And they have that marble. And they yeah. look tremendous. Well, Way better than Ghost anything. Has a, a right. vinyl. Way better. Beautiful. You know, of course, I can't get her to listen to a Kiss record, but her albums look great. So there you go. Uh, one of the email replies I got was, well, obviously. Redoing these, repressing these is not an option. Now work in printing. It's 100% an option. Yeah, how is it not an option? How is that obvious? Somebody fucked up and nobody, you know, I'm guessing. There you go. Well, okay. I'm guessing Sound of Vinyl signed off on it and then when it yeah. blew up, it's on their hand. But Kiss didn't do anything about it and maybe they don't care. So I have a question for you. So, Loose Cannon, you did your panel today about how to get more listeners. Which shit story did you tell? <laughs> None, but I did leave some stuff in there that I shouldn't have, <laughs> like like things that went over people's head. I made a three sides joke and went over like fucking. Yeah. That was terrible. Like one of the one of the commandments was, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's so bad. I really but, enjoy all the stories that somehow involve you destroying take, take, a bathroom yes. <laughs> or or Baco's head of the border pot with food poisoning. It's all good. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, uh. uh at, at one point, I thought our show was just dick jokes. It was actually dick jokes and bathroom humor. <laughs> Which is good. That's right. We, we've progressed. And we're, we're growing, you know? Yeah. Right. 
Uh, we got pee your pants humor coming up. We're going to start talking about yeah. how we still wet the bed, you know? That's, gonna, that's right. It's going to be a whole, whole thing. Every episode comes wrapped in plastic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, one second. Uh, Mom and Dad used to wrap the bed in plastic so you could go to the bathroom. Oh, yeah. So I uh, want... Well, why, what keeps you doing the kiss room, honestly? You know what? I just It's fun for me because I like that ability to talk about it with people. It gives you just a platform. Otherwise, I'd just be having the same conversation with people and not recording it. So yeah. it just uh, it keeps me very kind of just involved in it. Just fun to do. And it's easy. Like some of these podcasts do an ama- amazing amount of research. I don't really do research. I just talk about... My thing is I would rather hear your experience than try and have data on who was at what show or whatever. I just want to hear about what you there like. There is an audience for that, but I'm with you. That's more fun for me. And I'm not really into critiquing like, like oh, let's go through. The, and the seventh song was no good because, you know what, you like it or you don't like it. But it's not up to me. I just would rather talk about what you like. Yeah. I, and uh, you are the only, I, I've been on record with a lot of people this weekend, the only KISS show I listen to regularly. I appreciate yeah. that. Because of that, it doesn't get into all the, the the real geeky shit, you know, it's just, you play music and talk. I did hear Paul was going to be on the show once, but he didn't want, he was he didn't want the janitor from Cadillac High to get bumped. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, which I would love even that, I mean it's a joke, but I would love to talk to the janitor from Cadillac High. <laughs> Because I like those, I like that kind of story. Like we had Coach Neff, and I remember to me, it was actually cool because as a kid, you knew the name Coach Neff, Coach Jim Neff. So the idea that he was actually contacting me saying, we're trying to get our Cadillac, you know, monument going. Can we come on the show and talk? I was blown away. Ten-year-old me was like, what? Like, this is awesome. And I've always tried to keep that. Like, I always try and keep the, you don't want to be jaded about it. Like, you know, like, even today, like, you have these rock stars. And you could say, well, they're just guys. As soon as you start going, everybody's just a guy, might as well give up. Right so, Well, no, I, I, it was a joke, but yeah. I, no, I, but I, I get that. Yeah. I think it's funny because I would like those kind of minutiae. That's what I like. And it's funny. And it's, it sounds geeky, especially when you say it like that. But I love it. That's what I like. So. Well, we really appreciate uh, You've been very kind to us and supportive of our show. I love your show. I listen to it all the time. We're very critical. You know what? I, I love it. I have a podcast app on my phone that shows you the subscription. They pop right up, and that's one I always listen to. All right, on. We, yeah, you, you've, you've had a lot of nice words, and you've been a good friend, Matt. So I, I'm I glad really to get appreciate you that. Here. It's, it's, this is what makes this event great. Yeah. Sitting here right across from you because I listen to you all the time. <laughs> so it's the thing about rock and pod that I love. I'm looking at you in the eyes yeah, right where normally I'm driving look, my look car. And yeah, but Loose oh, Cannon God. got punched in the eye. What happened? Yeah. Is that because he wore shit covered glasses? <laughs> That's correct. This is a, he's, got, he's got an infection. No, I got an asshole infection right, 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 uh, right there. Uh, that's how you get pink eye, you know, farting in a pillow. Look, I got to go on the record. The Doc McGee Paul Stanley roast of the first Rock and Pod was one of the funniest things ever. It was so funny. Uh, it was hard for us. Uh, we've been trying to maybe go back to that. I'm not sure if we can. Yeah. Because I was like, just, unless there's more podcasts we can fuck with. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know, we've already used our material. Yeah. That's great, though. It's great. Yeah, thank you. Man. And what was the joke about the Kiss Room today? Oh, it was... Uh, Matt Porter looks at Kiss uh, through glasses that are so rose-colored. He thinks Julian Gill is a, uh, a 
fuck, uh, a negative prick. <laughs> it's not the thing I love about that. It works. Yeah, that's a deep reference. You got to really know yeah. your kiss <laughs> podcast. We're, we're, we had nine people in that, that, that room. Nine people were like, this is nine more than we thought we were going to show up. And seven okay. of them got the joke. And, and everybody, everybody, got the joke. everybody loves Julian Gill. Their podcast right. is great. No, so exactly. It's so fun. It'd be to say he's got a negative attitude towards kiss. You know, <laughs> that's, that's how shiny your view is. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we love you, Matt Porter. Love you guys. This is the best. All right, Radio thanks. handshakes. <laughs> thanks for thanks for coming on. Thanks, guys. BJ Cramp of uh, Jesus BJ Christ. Kahuna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I remember we did that where a bunch of us got on Skype to promote the first Rocket Pod, and I said Bacco. <laughs> I'll take Rocco. I love and, your, that was that was a funny little uh, round table. Oh yeah. At first, like this is something we're thinking of doing or we're going to do it. That was like 
No, because yeah, the idea then was we'll do the GoFundMe if we raise enough money, then right. we'll do it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, rock and roll was what I was trying to say before my brain <laughs> turned to butter. Oh, but is this uh, all on, on the, the show, yeah, why not? Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That. But that leads into just to say, how awesome is it to see from that initial phone call to the third year? And yeah, I know. I, mean, I know. It's, it's crazy. Lauren Graham. It's not her. <laughs> saw a kid rock in the hallway. And and this year there's actually ladies. Some. Yeah. Like yeah, it's not as much of a sausage party no, this yeah, year. It's about a, <laughs> Big uh, increase in squish. Yes, that's right. Yeah, this uh, it's been a good day. So what Motley Crue album are we talking about today? <laughs> um, that was, I, the I Dirt still, soundtrack. <laughs> God, what a shit show that is, too. But, like, uh, tell me that the... Because uh, if you didn't, if you haven't heard, we were on a girls, girls, girls episode at Rock. Rock. It is my favorite episode of uh, Rock and Roll, by the way. <laughs> Mine too. But I will say that uh, why did you put yourself through that if you weren't that big of a fan to begin with? Like I couldn't see myself doing a Striper discography, for example. <laughs> yeah, I was asking myself the same question Halfway once I got through. deeper into the discography. Um, well, I loved the first two albums, right. and then I love. Well, yeah, I mean, we talked about Girls, Girls, Girls. I mean, Wild Side is a fucking great song. But, yeah, it, it really goes downhill for me after that. Yeah, so, yeah, it went on too long. Especially since when I did that series, I was only releasing episodes every other week. Yeah. That made it last f- forever. <laughs> I've gone back to weekly it now. right with the dirt coming out, though, too. That had to Yeah, help. yeah, yeah. It, that was just a coincidence that it yeah. coincided with that coming. Because I... I don't know when I started recording those, but... I thought... Well, you're right. Okay, I guess. Yeah. I had... What I did in the... Because I did a Def Leppard series and an Iron Maiden series. With both of those, I recorded all the episodes before I started releasing them. But I didn't do that with Motley, which... You know, the reason I did it is what happened with the Dr. Feelgood episode where I keep trying to get the Decibel Geek guys lined up, but I can't. Then we end up recording it, like, days before it has to come out. Okay. Yeah, so... So that's the reason I had done it the other way in the first place, but I didn't do that with the Motley series. And then, I mean, there's nothing worse than having to get your episode done on a deadline, yeah. right? <laughs> I don't. That's why right now I've got You're like my next. Like, yeah, I have like my next eight episodes already uploaded, scheduled. I love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah we've had a bunch of banks for a while. It helps yeah. us we've get through never, summer. We've never had a bank of more than maybe one. We've had two, I think. Two? But, but. No, That's no. why I went to every other week in the first place, because yeah. I was doing the episode like the day it came out. Do you have a day that it releases? It is, like on a Yeah, Sunday, Friday. A Friday. I just did Friday. it on... Yeah. I thought... I think it's important. I think my thinking was, now everybody will have it for the weekend. Right. But I don't, I don't know, you know, people listen to that. Like, I, I don't, don't listen... Yeah. I listen to no podcast on the weekend. It's all at work during the week. Yeah. <laughs> so... Maybe try Tuesday. Well, Tuesday would have been the smart day to do it because that's release date. We come out on Tuesday, so that, you know, people are going to pick. You know what I mean? Well, later on, I thought I should have done it. Yeah, we're going to hurt our our numbers a lot. I would move to like a Wednesday or a Thursday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had thought I should have done it Tuesday just because that was my release date. Yeah. I would go to the record store every Tuesday. Yeah, that's, that's why I, did we actually was that uh, intentional that we did it Tuesday? Because it's kind of cool that we did do that. No, I knew it was a release day. I mean, I didn't growing up, but I, by college I was well aware. Oh, when no, I was no, a I'm teenager. Saying, was it intentional for us? No, we were doing Wednesday for a while and I can't remember, we just decided to try Tuesday after a couple right. weeks. And then, well, I'm going with the fact that's because it's for new music. Yeah, yes, that's exactly right. When I was a teenager, every Tuesday I took my allowance to the record yeah. store. You know? So you knew about because Camaro and I got it into that when he joined our show 
I, you know, because we both grew up in kind of similar towns in, in Wisconsin and Minnesota. I had no idea. I mean, records got to our towns when they got there. There uh, wasn't no. like you know yeah. a record store that did it. So, so I, I really would didn't go to college. I would go to mainstream. I could ride my bike there. You yeah. know, from and uh, they had all the new releases in one display. So I, a lot. But there came a point where I knew everything that was coming out, anyways. But I. But there was a time where you just walk up and see what came out this week. You know, the record store people know you and they're like, "This fucking guy." <laughs> I don't. Yeah, probably I don't liked know. if you're buying shit. But yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, my whole, I got ten dollars a week allowance and I would just buy a tape every time with that or a couple used tapes. There was a right down the street. There was a used store. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, all my money went to tapes back then. <laughs> I didn't even know it was Tuesday until I worked at a record store, like I think it was Musicland or something like that. And I was like, and then I was amazed that the actual albums were there on Saturday. Yeah. And Tuesdays because you had enough time to put the shit out. In the yeah, records. yeah. Then I was like, why is it Tuesday? But the fact that I could have it three days early, I was like, oh my god. Yeah. My college roommate and I would hang out at a record store a lot, and we didn't have money, so we. It wasn't like we were regular customers. I wonder what the, we got to know those guys by name. I wonder what they really thought of us. You know, they're polite to us. <laughs> Is this but, guy gonna fucking buy something? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we didn't have a whole lot of money. We we had to save it for the next Kiss album, but uh, whatever came yeah. up. But I don't know. Uh, he brought up Striper. Uh, rank all ten albums for me. <laughs> rank all ten Striper albums? Yeah, can you? Can you name all? I don't even sure there's ten. I just said ten. Yeah. Hey, Jay Z. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm more like certain songs with Striper. Really? Even, you know, you, there's no the perfect the Striper album? Probably, I don't even know what my... F- Against the Law. Where they stop being Christian and just... <laughs> That's your favorite? It is, but it's the only one I own. There's an awesome song on that record. What's it called? Two Bodies, One Mind, One Soul. Yep. That song is fucking great. Yeah. Two Time Actually, Woman's another one. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to like accost Michael Sweet just tell him how much I love that song. I brought it up when I talked to him the first... Oh, and I brought up the album. But he gave a political answer. I'm like, why can't you know just play something on there that doesn't attack God? Although yeah. there really isn't anything on there. It's just more secular music than anything. Yeah. But that song is so great, though. Yeah, it really is. It's so great. I love it. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not a the biggest Striper fan, <laughs> so I don't. I, I don't know if you. I was just I, I assumed with your reputation that it would be of course like some uh, random album that everybody hates like against the law or yeah, something. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah uh, but I I have a friend uh, in favorite Houston. Led Zeppelin records Coda. <laughs> <laughs> no Led hey, Zeppelin three actually. Good to see you. What's going on? <laughs> I have a friend in Houston who used was into Christian rock in the eighties, so we're working on a couple episodes, Christian metal and Christian rock, and I'm getting into some of this Christian metal like Blood Good. Have oh you yeah. Or yeah. Saint. Oh, they were good. They were good bands. Alone in Suicide was a big song for Blood Good. From Blood, yeah. Yeah. yeah the, I, Saint. Uh, what's their first album called? Too Late for Living? Yeah, I actually still own the physical copy of that. Yeah. It's yeah, got those I've, weird, I've been, like, uh, swamp beast. Flo- oh, you probably, I mean, I don't know how deep you got into it. It's a Christian album. That's awesome. I've been kind of researching, and yeah, I mean, those, we, you know, Saint were like the Judas Priest. And Blood Good were like yeah. the Maiden. It's right funny. On. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and who is the one that sounded a lot like Maiden? Baron Cross. Baron Cross. Yeah. I talked about that, the, the used records I used to go to when I was a I kid. I think I can just leave here. <laughs> we do need to cover my uh, brief. I did a record burning. Uh, I, I became, like, I was born again. 
got only into Christian music. Oh, really? <laughs> so yeah, we should cover that. It's kind of a, a fascinating time for me. But yeah, I was in the record store when I was a kid, the used record store, and they were playing Baron Cross, but I didn't know what it was. And I thought, I bet this is Samson, that band that Bruce Dickinson was. Oh, in before yeah, because he, he sounds a exactly dead ringer, yeah. Like Bruce Dickinson, yeah. Have you ever heard anything by Baron Cross? I've played it on the on the podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah, at least on yeah. one of the assholes. And then I bought the tape, uh, and I didn't didn't realize it was Chris Rock till I got it home. <laughs> you know, and I hate this. <laughs> no, I liked. And then I bought State of Control when it came out. This is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had Michael Sweet on. He was complaining about like. The, the moniker Christian rock. He says there's no satanic rock section. Right. Yeah. You know, like, that's a good. Actually, I think there should be. Yeah. yeah there should be. Absolutely should be. Come on. Oh, well, hey, if they're if they're a little uncomfortable at the record store, saying, "Where's your satanic rock section?" <laughs> if they're good songs, who cares? Yeah, you know? right. Between disco and gospel. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, how, what have you done today? Uh, yeah, yeah, as far as you, you have you talked to anybody? Uh, or I think you mentioned somebody. Oh, Roxy Blue and uh, and Wildside. And I, the first one I did was Brian Forsyth. How was so, he? Yeah, he was great. Yeah, yeah I love Kicks. Yeah, I was and, I was a decent sized fan. Um, yeah, we asked for him, but they said BJ gets him. So. <laughs> well, I signed up for Dave Ellison. I didn't get that one. Okay, <laughs> I was really hoping they would uh, play Cold Blooded or Cold Blood last night. Yeah, yeah Cold Blood. Did you yeah. see the show last night? No. Oh. Well, I, I saw the first band. We went to get something to eat, and I thought, we'll go get something to eat during 8-Ball and then come back for the residency, right. and then we never came. I wasn't, I wasn't in charge. <laughs> I was just riding with Lee. No, so. I hear you. But they did, uh, uh, they, the only person that did one of their songs was Michael Sweet. Like okay. Soldiers. Yeah, they did yeah. Band, yeah. And But everybody else did covers, which I was like, oh, man, I really want to Yeah, Cold kicks. Blood is so great. You know? Love that yeah, song. Well, and it sounds like you're going to have us back on for one of your uh, shows. Uh, you, you at least t- teased Ooh, us. Yes. We're yeah. Again. Yeah. Well, ever since you guys were on, I want to have you back. And then my brother-in-law donated fifty bucks, and he said he wants a Stone Temple Pilots episode. Okay. And I was like, I don't want to do that by myself. I should ask somebody else to do it with yeah. me. And then I thought, you guys. Yeah. Let's do it right here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which album? All of them. Oh, Are the whole. Pick, we're picking our top tens. Right? Okay. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Okay. Um, I, I guess I, I need a little time. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just babble about whatever. Yeah. I have some good Stone Temple Pilots stories. So. Cool. Yeah. We can dig up Scott Weiland and see if he wants to <laughs> join yeah. the show. Yeah. That's Kid Rock. Yeah, Weiland's one of those guys who was dying for like five years, that right? That guy is Kid Rock? <laughs> no. nothing like him. That's not the guy. <laughs> I saw a guy out in the hall that looked like Kid Rock. Oh, <laughs> Kid Rock's got a club downtown. Oh, I know the Kid Rock's Honky Tonk. Yeah, uh, it's like every club down there now is named is named after somebody. Yeah, yeah, it's getting gentrified. Yeah, like anything that's good. Oh yeah, it was, gotta, yeah, yeah, we got stuck down there last night, and it, I said it was like The Walking Dead except drunks instead of zombies. No, uh, well, we we lost the loose. Uh, BJ, thanks for coming on the show. Um, uh, and obviously, we'd be happy to have you come back on and do that Stone Temple Pilot. We'll just schedule it all out. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, well, I'll be hanging around. I'm sure we'll talk more. So.
an empty beer bottle. Wait, uh, that is... Uh, what do you have, the Zoom 4? Yeah. yeah. Those are awesome. They're yeah, they, they sound amazing. This is my first time using it. So Really? Did you guys just get that? Yep. <coughs> At home I record through my uh, Pro Tool setup, and uh, I think he uses GarageBand. Uh, this is more mobile than what bringing all that with. So. Nice. Very easy to use for like people that are technically yeah. challenged like me. So, uh, Alan Tate from Ages of Rock is uh, hijacking our little conversation here. So, well, that's what he does. Because I insulted you know. him. Yeah. We, okay. Well, not really. Yeah. No. Not uh, we're here with uh, uh, Pete. Uh, do I have this right? Yeah. Cicery. Cicery. All right, but don't man. feel bad because nobody ever pronounces it right. So okay. Totally fine. But uh, yeah, with uh, from the I Love It Loud cast. Yes. Uh, why don't you tell us? for the people listening to this about your show. Okay. So um, I Love It Loudcast, a podcast that uh, myself and my good buddy Vinny Folletti have been doing now for about a year and a half. Who doesn't exist. No, he doesn't exist. He's an urban legend. Nobody's actually ever seen him. It's like uh, Yeah, I mean, there's... I've heard theories that people think I'm doing the both voices and then editing really? it. But I'm not that technically savvy, okay. nor that talented. Convenient so I, he's not here, though. No. He, he, he likes to keep his... What does Paul say in the one video? Anonymity. Anonymity? Yes, anonymity. So. Like LC. Yes. Birth yes. name. That's yes. Right. So we, we're going to... Uh, so anyway, I love it, Loudcast. Just two knuckleheads, kind of like you two knuckleheads, yes, that get yes. together and try and infuse a little humor and talk about rock and roll. We, he's 10 years my younger, Vinny. Okay. And we've been friends forever. And we would always get together and just... We'd start talking about music, and all of a sudden it's three hours later... So one day, we're sitting in my living room. My wife comes out of the kitchen. She goes, will you two freaking knuckleheads just, like, do something with this? And he's like, okay, you want to start a podcast? And sure, so. So your wife. Yes. Suggested <laughs> that you start a podcast. Yes, because. Ladies. To get me out of the living room and into the basement so she wouldn't have to hear us. Okay, I'm just so. going to say, like, uh, uh, we're starting, uh, we're going to start, like, a self-help book called Stronger Marriages Through Podcast. I heard you were talking about yes. that, yes. Yes, I'm, I'm not sure if that's going to be, anybody's going to That's amazing. Hats off to you. Yes, that, yes. That well, it gets me, in a way, it could probably be like something you'd cover in your book. It yeah. gets me out of her hair for a little while. So, yeah. Well, I, my wife, it started with the band. This kind of took over the time I used to devote towards that. But um, the way I explained it to her was like, honey, I don't hunt. I don't fish. This is what exactly. I do. That's my what I, I tell my wife. Golf. That's what I tell my wife. I go, honey, I don't golf. I don't hang out with my friends. I don't, you know, I don't. I don't go to bars anymore. I don't go to happy hour on Fridays. I said, this, this is my thing, you know. Yeah. And you know exactly where the hell I am. This, this yeah. seems like exactly. a basement wasting my time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or I could go golfing for five right. and a half hours. And, and, she, and then she, you know, if there's a little grab ass in the basement, she doesn't have to know about it. Right. She doesn't right. need to know about right. it. So. It is what it is. You guys do it. You're both in the same room? Yes. So we do it in my basement, literally in my, quote, unquote, the tired word, man cave. Yeah. Exactly. That's actually two words. but. Well, doesn't Vinny live in the basement? (laughs) (laughs) No, he lives in the closet. But anyway. But don't vote. But, like, we 
he's 10 years younger. Yes. But how long, and you guys have known each other for? For a long time. So this story goes back. He, I used to, his family has been in, they started in automobile dealerships when they came over here on the boat like 100 years ago. So I would always, our family would always go get our family's cars repaired at his joint. So when he took over and started working for his dad, I kind of just started talking to him over the counter about music. Okay. Yeah, the, 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 but you're actually friendly with him? Yes. Okay. So I think uh, we're still not friendly. I was going to say less... We're friendly people, though. Less adversarial nature, than you though, two. We're not friendly. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But that's I, part of the allure. Well, but I mean, like, uh, like, but do his opinions uh, like, surprise you a lot of times? Yes. Or not? That's what, like, I yes. have no idea what... We definitely don't like the same stuff all the time, for sure. You do need that. Yes. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, okay, cool. When I first heard the name, I assumed it was going to be a KISS podcast. Yeah, a lot of people did. But no, it's just, uh, you know, it just kind of goes along with the theme of if it's too too loud, you're too old sort of thing. I do like the name a lot. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I kind of wish we would have gone with that instead of Cobras and Fire. Yeah, I think so. Okay, so I'm wondering, what does the Cobras and Fire come from? Uh, that's me. Basically, I was like, "What is the worst name I can give a podcast?" Uh, but, but no, it, it came with. Um, to me, it's like Steel Panther, Guns N' Roses. It's, a, it's. I wanted to say like, if I if I was going to start a band at some point, that would be the banner behind me, and it would be so over the top. Because Guns N' Roses, that doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. You no. Know what I, mean? like, I like that. That's your go-to stupid band name. What? No, no. Like Steel Panther is just Panther, supposed to be right? over the top. Yeah. Pyro. Well, think about it. Cobras, Alice Cooper, yeah, Fire, Pyro, it combines very rock and roll, yeah, very yeah. Rock and, roll. and you, I don't think you can hear the name without thinking it's gonna be something silly, yeah, you know what I mean. And I love the logo. I mean, honestly, the name kind of draws you right in. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it was. A, there was times where I'm like, was that the right choice? But I don't give a. Was f- it ever Fire and Cobra, or always Cobras? <laughs> no, and f- we do have some. Uh, there's some other podcasts. There's like Snakes and Flames that aren't very good. That's like an offshoot. Yeah. And uh, what's the other <laughs> one? Oh. <laughs> okay. Reptiles and bombs. I don't know. Pythons and smoke. Yeah. I mean, you know. She's a smoke show. <laughs> I was just, how apropos, because those are smoke and you know what. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But anyway. <laughs> there's some podcast squish. <laughs> yes. Not a visual show right now, though. <laughs> I have to come back to this now. So you guys have been at this a long time. Four plus years. And, uh, yeah, like I did like two episodes by myself that are horrible. I recorded them on an iPhone and then like stitched together. And then I was like, I can't do this. Like these people that do the solo podcasts, like Mark Marin and whoever, uh, Michael Butler, how can you do that? I don't yeah. understand. I, I, I felt like a crazy person talking to myself in a room. Like, this is no fun. Yeah. I mean, that's half the reason we do it again is just because we spend so much time talking that stuff anyway. So I right. figure, why not just start a podcast right. and just record what we're saying? So Exactly. And But it is it is amazing if you look at the amount of time you spend editing, fucking around with it, all that stuff like that. Like us too. Like, like my God, I could have gotten another degree. Well, truth, <laughs> truth be known, I was telling Baco earlier. Yeah. I do nothing. I sh- I provide the house that we do it in. I talk, does and Vinny does all the work. And believe me, I hear about it all the time. So. Okay, <laughs> okay well, that's nice for you. Yes. Good. Uh, let me throw something back to you that you asked me when yeah. I was over on your show. Uh, who would be your bucket list interview? My you do bucket, a ton of interviews. Uh, uh, Justin Hawkins from The Darkness. 
He would be my bucket list. I love the darkness. Uh, I'd like to get Ace's. Ace Freely is my all-time favorite rock star. I'd love to get Ace, but I have to be that good of an No, because half the things you ask him, he doesn't remember anyway. So, but Justin Hawkins is a very entertaining guy, and Robin Zander. My second favorite rock star of all time. Oh, and uh, oh wait, no, it was uh, Alice Cooper. That hailstorm blew off the stage. Oh, hailstorm! Not not cheap trick, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I went on a rant at the Alice Cooper show the other day. He was uh, live uh, posting uh, his complaints about the opening acts at the Alice uh, Cooper show the other day. I don't get the hailstorm thing. Why don't either? I thought they sucked. Well, I don't understand about hailstorm is. If there wasn't a cookie cutter band, I can't even think of like like it's like it's like studio musicians. They're yeah. boring as fuck. I'm right. at fests. And I guess she's an okay singer, but I don't get the whole That was exactly it, is what I posted is like I was bored. Yeah. They, they just stand around. I was bored. But there's there's nothing. Like it's, it's basically it shouldn't just be called Pussy Hale. Yeah. But they're prodigies. They they formed when they were eleven and thirteen. Yeah. So that actually is her brother. So, supposedly, well, I mean, it's, it's like when Christina Aguilera's mom says, "Oh, she was singing and dancing at two. Yeah. Well, yeah, like every fucking two year old. Right. Exactly. I mean, yeah, you don't don't tell me you fucking knew this was happening when she was two. I, yeah, she was Google yeah. and Gaga. I know, think they're yeah. army brats, so they had no friends other than each other. So they formed a fucking band. <laughs> well, this thing is too is like the drummer, who's the the brother, right? Had this amazing kit, which was kind of cool, yeah, but what really pissed me off, and we t- I know I got to get over it, like you said, he brought out the big giant drumsticks, yeah. which Bunny Carlos did 40 years ago. But all the, the thing that bothers me is all those people in the crowd are thinking they're seeing the shtick for the first time. And I'm like, oh, it's, you know, it's, it's been done. You know? I misunderstood what you're talking about, so I don't think you're off base and need to get over it. Okay. The, you're talking giant. Oh, yeah. You haven't okay. seen this? No, I thought you meant like uh, John Bonham drumsticks. No, like okay. drumsticks that are four foot tall. Bunny used to come it's out. It's a gimmick. It's a gimmick. Yeah, it's okay. Shit. Yeah, it's yeah a, then yeah, he's stealing. Fuck him. And no, no offense, but he's really not that good. I mean, it's just, it's not. A, yeah, so they, they did nothing, but the crowd loves it. I mean, they're a huge band. He was, this is how I explained it. The, the motionless and white was like the, the, uh, they, uh, they were, they were the, um, don't even get me started. They were the modified team, then Hailstrom was the JV, and then Cooper came out, and that's the varsity starter. Awesome. What a terrible lineup. Oh. I love the way he works his set list so from tour to tour, kind of like Maiden even does. Yeah. Um, I don't tell Paul Stanley, but apparently 20,000 people can hear a song from a record you haven't played in a while. Dude, this set list on this tour, he's got six cuts that I think a couple of them he's never played, and that there's I've, probably I've a quarter it. of the audience knows, but I totally dig it. Right. I've seen him like probably ten times, and the thing that always uh, blew me away was the, uh, the medleys. Yeah. You don't, to, you don't have to play the whole song. No, people. they did it again this tour. Like I remember this idiot that was in the front row was taking photos too. Kind of pointed at me. Oh, no, different idiot. <laughs> different idiot. And uh, this guy goes, "Yeah, this looks like this is gonna be a two-hour concert." I'm like, "No." He's like, "Nope." It says right here it's gonna be two hours. I'm like, "I have seen him. It's gonna be 85 minutes at most. Yeah. You're gonna get 20 songs. There's not gonna be any lulls and no bullshit. Right. He's efficient as fuck and he sound, uh, the And he great, always right? has top-notch musicians. Right. I mean, everything. I now he might have the best. Oh, the best dude, band it's smoking. It's every, band, every, every dude in the band, oh, and yeah. female, yeah. Nita is amazing. Yes. And the show was great. You know, see, I'm, I'm a big. If you listen to our podcast, I, I, it has to have some sort of theatrics or something else for me. That's why I like the darkness. I like the tubes from back in the day. It's got to be more than just dudes up there playing their instruments. And obviously Alice has showed everybody how to do that. Right. So great show, though. Oh, yeah. But, uh, what else are we talking about? 
I, I can't remember where I was going to go now. I got lost in the Alice Cooper story. I did have something to follow in. <laughs> we'll just add this, but the hailstorm. I'm letting this thing fucking roll. I'm going pods and sods on this. Oh, you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just let it fucking fly. Let the people have it. I tend to have diarrhea of the mouth, so I probably yeah. sidetrack. No, no, no. It's good. But... I mean, it's not always a. Uh, the best thing, but a lot of th- you shouldn't be listening to the people you're talking to. But <laughs> that's not what my Catholic school nuns told me. They yeah. tell you have to look at somebody in the eye when you're talking to them. Do you have any interviews uh, lined up that you're trying to get? Or uh, actually, summer's been weird because Vinny's moved and it's been real busy in our personal life. So I got to get back out and put a couple feelers out. But Bruce Kulick has emailed me like three times and then it never follows up so i'd love to have him i'd really oh, he's like... actually a really good interview yeah and he's a good dude too yeah, yeah. that actually be i'd love to hear what your conversation with him would be like uh, bruce Kulik. so i got a bruce Kulik story so when i started reaching out to him uh grant i live in a town called batavia new york just outside of buffalo a little teeny tiny town and grand funk was coming to play at our casino and the casino's literally in my backyard so as a good faith gesture to the neighborhood because of the sound, everybody gets free tickets to all the shows. So I, I was backstage, and there's this dude that came up to him, and he's, he's super nice. This Kiss fan, I swear to God, he looked like he hadn't bathed in 20 years. He had a hat on That's that must have been from 75. Easy. There, it was, you could have just said Kiss fan. It, <laughs> it was literally tattered and falling off his head. Shirt sure. sure tucked in, a little overweight. mountain of stuff to sign. <laughs> He starts handing Bruce pictures that Bruce isn't even in. So I'm standing next to Bruce, and Bruce looks at me, and I go, okay, I go. And Bruce, he goes, you know, I'll sign these. He goes, you know I'm not in this picture. And he goes, yeah, I know. And I, Bruce looks at me and goes, okay. It's like, <laughs> sign this picture of me when I was 10 years yeah, old. Yeah, so odd. So odd. I, who knows, you know. Kiss fans are a rare breed, which, of, of course, I'm one of them. So. I think if you just reach out to him on his uh, normal contact, it's Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'm, he's, he's a solid interview. I'm bound and determined to get him. Yep. Yeah. I have a buddy. You guys ever heard of the running back, Robert Smith? He played for yeah, the Vikings at absolutely. Ohio State. Yeah. Um, we saw him at a bar in Minneapolis, and he had his, like, little security group. They were playing pool in a room, and yeah. you couldn't get to him. And my buddy was fucking hammered. And he found a Swisher sweet box on the floor that was all squished, and he brought it over to get it autographed. And, they oh, yeah, autographed. Yeah. and he started throwing like a little drunken fit, like, yeah, he's nothing without the fans. And all of a sudden, Robert Sweet just comes over, or Robert Smith comes over, signs the fucking thing, hands it back. Yeah. It's like, but, uh, okay. the, he, I'm like, why the fuck do you want a Swisher sweet box signed by Robert? <laughs> He's not like the official endorser of Swisher Sweets. <laughs> like, first guy <laughs> famous I've seen then when I was drunk. <laughs> Do you think he remembered it afterwards, or did, uh, yeah. did he? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Yeah, that that would be actually better. It's a better. It's a better conversation piece. Absolutely. You know, we haven't had any of the podcasters do this. You want to give this a shot? Yeah. Okay. Ready? Yeah. This is Peter Cissery from the I Love It Loudcast, and you're listening to the Cobras and Fire podcast. Rock is not dead. It's hiding, but you found it. Boom! <laughs> you nailed it better than Toby Yeah. <laughs> I think we're ready for Jason. Pete, we got to roll. Thank we got so Jason much. Beeler here. I love your podcast, man. Keep it coming. Take it easy. Thank you so much.
I hope you guys have been able to uh, maintain your friendship through it. Oh, is that the, is that the one where you when, when, when I came talk? back to him and I was like, hey man, you know that was great and everything, but you never handed me the microphone the whole fucking was it time. Denman? It was Denman. Oh, all right, I do remember that. How would it been if Denman would have been the band that destroyed Decibel Geek? I, I don't Geek. think I knew it was Denman, or at least I didn't remember that. Really. Yeah. I do remember that. I thought it was like some really big interview that you guys went on. No. And you couldn't get it. No, get it. it was just Denman. It was just Denman. It was Denman. That would be hilarious. That, they Which, would know they're that. awesome, but it wasn't if, like if, it was like, oh, you didn't let me talk to Michael Wagner. Right. right. That's what I thought it was. Because if that happened, Denman would have on its Wikipedia page broke up Decibel Geek. Right, yeah. Right? Come That'd on. be number one. Biggest the first claim, biggest claim And to then fame. the music they created. That's right. For, right. <laughs> yes. I believe that was when we did our parody of our breakup. Oh, yeah, Two. that's right. You guys yeah. did. We, we, that's we right. Did that. We said uh, it was episode 66. Six, uh, we, uh, it was the end. Yeah. We were done. Right. Fucking, we had it out. But, uh, yeah, we, man. We hammed it up a little. That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> But no, I'm glad you didn't break up. That, yeah, me how, too. How? Uh, what is your vibe so far today? As Ooh, far as we've you, been busy. Yes, you have I've been busy. Right. You know, I still got to get back over here and look through some more of them CDs. Yeah. I bought an Asphalt Ballet CD. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. They didn't give it to you. No. Uh, <laughs> I've gotten a few free beers though. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. What? Uh, but like. Seeing this grow over the last couple of years, I mean, it's knowing that, that, you know, you guys, uh, well, Chris, right, uh, yeah. uh, did, did, did <laughs> all you this. guys. <laughs> you know, like we said see, earlier. Hey, I didn't see Chris Sinzak up on stage earlier hyping the Baco Learning Panel. Or I mean, the, uh, the, the, the I'm sorry, the, the Loose Cannon oh, you Learning did, You did promo that? Twice. Nice. Twice. Okay. Well, I take back what I said about you at our show then. <laughs> because I said, okay, I said, good, good. I said, I said uh, if you want, uh, if you want somebody somebody to do none of the work and take all the credit, that's me. That's right. That's exactly. right. Buddy has a nice silver jacket. Just for the record, Dave and the shoes, baby. And said he likes my shirt. So, oh, good, nice. I do. Yeah, that's a good. That's a that's, that's Minnesota boys stick together. Hey, there's Kid Rock. Hey, that, that is definitely Kid Rock. Have you seen him? No. Look at this. Look at this dude. Around, this, I should it, almost wave him over. You, you need to bring him over every time we take a picture. Uh, but and Baco leaves. I'm gonna go find this random go stranger. Oh, he should. But uh, hey, what but, CD is that laying on the floor? I'm all about the free CDs over uh, there. Steal it from Toomey and give it to me. I have no idea. We'll, we'll get it, it later. Steal Toomey CD. So the, the Look, question everybody wants it. answered is: uh, When is the uh, next cutout, uh, Camaro's cutout bin, coming out? Uh, 2028. <laughs> 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 exactly. It's on schedule. Nice. Good. Good. Well, the cool thing about that is I got a whole big list. He's no, fucking. No, 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 no. He's a tribute artist. No. We gotta get. Can, can we can we get a picture? Cause it's spot on. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. We're just, well, I want to get one too. Damn it. Can you take it for us? All right. Thank you. Sorry. Baco's drunk already. Uh, not, oh, I'm getting there, but not yet. Yeah. Get up here. Holy shit! Nobody. I just fucking sat on the microphone. That's right. That's right. Uh, uh, we just hung out with Kid Rock for a second nice. there. Yeah. Kid K. Kid Kentucky. Kid K. Kentucky. Check that out. Very that is cool. spot on, though. 
Nice. Now I see. Now I now I believe you because he's like somebody looked like Kid Rock. I'm like, no, he didn't. I'm the loose cannon yells. I'm the bulldog. I know that's fucking hilarious. I gotta get that on tape. That's I, 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 that's called. That's why I have to eat. I, that's that's four uh, beers in. Yeah, don't make that mistake, man. Get something no. to eat. I, I know. did that at that that uh, Iron Tribe thing we were supposed to do. Yeah. And I was drinking on an empty stomach. I got sick as fuck. Chris Sintek had to go up on stage by himself to give away the tickets for the rocking pod. Oh, oh really? I felt terrible. I felt terrible. So the person I left that hanging. the person that uh, won it apparently doesn't know what a podcast is. <laughs> okay. Give him a break. How how much? Come yeah, on, yeah, yeah. dealer. Come on, you guys. What? How many of them have you sold? None. Well, give the guy one for ten bucks. Uh, I hey, might have to now. Special bargain right now, ten bucks. Look at yes. You guys need a marketing manager. That do it? Yeah, yes. ten bucks. Yeah. And that's an awesome shirt, man. Oh, okay. All right. You didn't even want it for ten bucks, guys. What the no, hell? No, my cost on that is fifteen. Really? So yeah. Okay. Good thing you problem. didn't buy it for ten then. I don't care. I don't want your money. Those. I'm not going to be <laughs> coming home to the wife with all those fucking shirts. <laughs> I'll catch you tomorrow when you're desperate. Be like three bucks That's right, right now. I'll, I'll give them out to you. I can't. I can't bring those home. I cannot bring those. That was Kid Kentucky. Bucko. But anyway, continue. Yeah. What were we? What did we? Oh, no, we were just talking about the expo and the fact that. You're the one that jumped up and ran and drug him back here. Yeah, that was but, cool. But no, in short, like with the expo, I mean, it's just it's just a, a amazing to see. I, I think. Are you guys pleased with this turnout? Because this seems like a lot of people to me. I don't know. You're asking you know. me. You know, I just take credit. I don't count heads. Oh, that's right. Okay. I don't count okay. the heads. I don't count the money. I don't see the money. If Sinzak makes money off there's it, more I don't than see la- nothing off that. There's so more than la- it's, last it's all year, about, though. It's all about having fun for me. And yes. if that's the gauge, yes. then this year is a huge success. Okay, okay. And okay. that's how I gauge it. Yeah. Because I ain't got no skin in the game. Yeah. Uh, understood. All right. Understood. And that's the difference. That's but, why but I do the work, that don't do get have... the credit. I don't deserve it because I ain't got no nothing on the line. All right, all right. You fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got for this guy? <laughs> I, you know, yeah, I had a lot of good I like. I let people know on social media that when you were on, we got into some southern, you know, like small mid Midwest towns. Right, yeah. Stuff. I actually went ahead and shared that. I'm, you know how every small town's got the, you know you're from blank if, yeah, right. we, I got one of them. You got one. You got one. I got, we got one that's, uh, if you're from Merrill, you know whatever, you know. And I shared it on there because I thought it'd be cool. But friends of mine people that don't listen it. regularly, that aren't really into the, the whole thing. Right. They checked it out and really enjoyed it. That's they, cool. They, they had some fun with the whole They're probably decibel geek and, listeners uh, now. Yeah. <laughs> BFWs, you're welcome. <laughs> thank you, thank you. That's you can get a drink at five in the morning. Right. Yep. Yep. For sure. The world's yeah. smallest Bloody Marys. They're too spicy here. That's my only complaint. I haven't had Be- one here. Beers are a little pricey. Bloody Marys are a little spicy. Yeah. That's a T-shirt, baby. I like yeah, there we go. The Marriott, Steve Marriott Memorial Hotel. <laughs> Well, when did you guys bail on a regular scheduled release? <laughs> I don't think I don't think we ever had a really scheduled release. That one. Yeah. Well, I mean, we just kind of I don't know. It was just a thing where it was like we at one time had a mission of yeah, we're going to release it every Tuesday. And it was like okay, well, this week didn't work out, so let's change it to we're going to start releasing them every Thursday. Okay, that didn't work out either. Let's just do them every Sunday. 
no, no, we're going to record on Sunday. So we, I was talking to a dude yesterday, a young podcaster, and he was like, uh, so, you know, you guys got a bunch of podcasts in the bank, right? Josh Toomey's here, ladies and gentlemen. You can't see him, but we can. Yeah. Sadly, and I was like, "God, no!" You know, he's like, "Well, I just started up my that? podcast, and I've got we got like ten in the bank." I was like, well, "God bless you, man. That's that's the way to do it." You know, I wish we could do it that way. Yeah. Said so this episode that just came out today. Yeah, we recorded that three days ago and didn't know what we were recording when Chris showed up. You know, and it's just what you got to do because we got lives. You know, we yeah. got jobs we got to go to and kids we got to deal with and wives that need to nag us. You know, we got to set thing time aside for that. You know, the fact that. Any of us could do a podcast for as long as we've been doing them. You know, I mean, fuck, we've been doing it for eight years. Yeah. How is that even possible that my wife hasn't left me yet? Look at these shoes. Look at this jacket. My wife is a very understanding woman. Yeah. <laughs> yes, God bless her. Uh, you also kind of like took a shortcut on Christmas in July this year. Yeah, we Was did. that out of a, like to, to appease Julian Gill? Was he like, I'm not coming to the expo unless you guys bail on... That's my Julian well, Gillen person. I, I wasn't aware that that news had been leaked, but since uh, it's been leaked now, then I guess it's okay to go ahead and say, yes, it's completely Julian Gill's fault. Okay. <laughs> and there's no one else to blame but Julian Gill. Well, I, I just know as, as, a, as a fan of, of KISS podcasts, it really felt like I was losing. Why can't there be just more KISS content available on podcasts? <laughs> and the one thing that I could count on was Decibel Geek. Yeah. And it's for gone. one month out of the year, and they fucking blew it. <laughs> it was, one month, that's all that, we had. It was a disturbance in the universe. Yeah, I know. I felt it. I felt it. My God. The KISS lyric. God damn it, Baco. Quit hogging the microphone. What are you, some that, kind of syntax? The KISS lyric. All right. Hey, oh, I got to go because right, I got work to do. I ain't got time to sit on my ass with right. you guys. Damn I got to earn it. Do it.